This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Hey, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the New Kids. Today we have Germany. Who? Germany. I don't know who that is. Myself, and we have the beautiful Miss Jamie. See, hey, I feel no. I'm like we can't. <laughs> I was like, I don't, okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Hey, there we go. We lit. So we're gonna start off with a few events that we have going on. We're gonna get these out of the way early. We're gonna, of course, start with Art Talks. will be October 19th from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. We will yes. be at Sparta Bar in Hamtramck. Come join us. We are going to be um, hosting this event with Tipsy Easel. They will be guiding our painting. Chef Fresh will have food available for purchase. We'll have drink specials and it's gonna be late. You can get your tickets at Ticket leap. Yep. <laughs> I always want to say ticket fly. I don't know what that is, but um, <laughs> you can get your tickets at Ticket Leap. You can check all, all of our social media. We have our links, the tickets there. Yeah, come through. And if you're not creative and you just want to come network, we do have general admission tickets available as well. Also, it is time for the Detroit is Different Festival, which will be October 25th through the 27th from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m every single night at the Andy Art Center located at 3000 Finkel. Um, come out and experience Detroit's culture. You can see Jermaine and myself at plenty of events. So you can go get your tickets at www.detroitisdifferent.com. And one last thing, while you're at the festival, make sure you check out the 5-2 or Fine 2 <laughs> 2000. This is not a debate. Party. It is a debate. This is not a debate. Because I think he's Anyways, this is a tall tees and jersey dresses party hosted by our good friends, the Unicorns, a real podcast. Turn up. So, yeah, y'all got a lot of chances to see us in October, and y'all should do so. <laughs> because we lit. <laughs> Anyways, moving forward with our question of the day, and Jermaine is going to go first because I said so. So, Germany, what is the most useful information that someone has given you? <laughs> I had to take a pause because she refused. I don't know who Germany is, y'all. She keep she keeps saying this name. I don't know who this is. You, you want me to call you by your other name? <sighs> See, <laughs> right now y'all are listening to the end of the New Kids <laughs> podcast because I'm gonna end up fighting Sharae before the night is over. The most useful information someone has given me, I honestly cannot remember. I mean, because I feel like I've gotten a lot of useful information in my life. Um, and I feel like I've come across a lot of wise people. I've had a lot of great mentors, um, and a lot of opportunities to just sit and listen to people give out advice. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, uh, well, okay. I take that back. So the one thing that sticks out, I don't remember who told me this, but basically if you want something, you got to work for it. Like, it's not just going to come to you. Nobody's just going to hand it to you. You got to put in the work. To get what you want. I feel it. 
I like that information. It sounds like a really old person told you that because old people. Probably Auntie Dot. Oh, I miss today her. Was her. Today is her birthday. Happy birthday, Auntie Dot. I will definitely miss you telling me that my hair is nappy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we got to tell the story. So, we went over to her house before we went to an event. Um, so this was my great aunt. She's no longer with us, but she was definitely a character, <laughs> to say the least. She used to call herself Old Black Dot. <laughs> so that should tell you right there that that woman was something else. Listen, and, and me and Jermaine had uh, been partaking in jungle juice on that particular day. We was doing a lot. Of, we had That was a lot of bad decisions on that day. Yeah, it was hot. And there was a lot going on. So we decided to go over to her auntie's house because it was around the corner from this event we had went to. And um, at the time, Jermaine and I both had Afros. Afros. We thought our twist out was popping. And Auntie was like, Y'all hair nappy. And y'all need to comb y'all hair. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, her hair was nappy. <laughs> right. And it was just like, you know, she was, Oh, what was we going to say? We were just like, All right, we're going to just go ahead. And All right, Auntie. No big deal. All right, Jamie. Hey. What's the most useful information that someone has given you? Um, no one personally, but listen to, listening to a podcast, I've been like using it as my mantra lately. Mm-hmm. Is that your self worth is not equated to your net worth? So mm. okay, Jamie yes. with the positivity. <laughs> yeah, I am going to use something that my great grandmother used to tell me all the time. Like she used to always have these like really random sayings. Like she told me if I drank coffee, I was gonna be real short and real black. I don't know like where that came from, but she always used to tell me if you want something done right, do it yourself. So that's where I got, you know, to do things myself. And I depend on a lot of people if I don't have to. And she also told me don't wear a lot of makeup every day because if I did, people were going to think I was ugly when I took my makeup off. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess both of those are (laughs) useful. (laughs) All right. So, Jamie, we're going to give you how much time we give her? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. I feel like Jamie can do 30. So whatever you would like to say. Don't get too in-depth because we're going to do that later on in the okay. show. So just tell the people who you are and we'll go from there. But don't answer any of these. Why not? Don't answer the lightning round question because <laughs> then it wouldn't be a lightning round. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? She going to ask you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> right. Just tell us who you are, what you do. This is just a quick intro. <laughs> this is a quick intro. You got 10 seconds. Sorry, y'all. Hey, y'all. My name is Jamie. I am the owner of One Fragrance Co., Detroit native. Went to Bowling Green State University. Um, yeah, I have a background in human development and family studies, if that matters to anybody. Um, yeah. All right. So now it's time for the lightning round. I need my sound effects. That would have been a perfect No, you don't, actually. For some thunder. Anyways, so, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Are you a Detroit native? Yes. East side or west side? All over. <laughs> Favorite Coney <laughs> Island? Uh, <laughs> shit, I don't know if I got one. You gotta pick one. Grandies, just for the sake of time. All right. <laughs> High school? Renaissance. Uh, first car? That was a Malibu? All right. Yep. Two Malibu. Malibu. Oh, three. Oh, you got a fancy car. Right. Anytime somebody says something like this, 2000s, like, they was fancy. And my, my car was sophomore like sophomore in college, though. You know, it was like 20, 20, I don't know, forever. Hey, you still lit. Okay. <laughs> All right, so insert the theme music for the new kid university. We got to. 
<laughs> yeah, we gotta get some theme music. I just thought about that. So, Dave, that means you. Yes, yes, Dave. We need you yet again. We we got theme music to the intro to the podcast, okay. but not to this part. We need like a little. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want Something to studious. Like, like a, I want it to be like a drum line, like you know, school <laughs> homecoming. You know, whatever. Anyways, main dial you up first. You think you slick. What are you teaching the people today? You think you slick. It's okay. You think you slick. I'm going to get you back though. Yeah, yeah. So my lesson for today is it's okay to take a break. I am very big on self-care. I think that oftentimes people as um, young professionals, entrepreneurs, we get so caught up in getting things done, meeting deadlines. We don't really take the time to actually take care of ourselves And that results in us getting burnt out, getting overwhelmed, being tired, and not wanting to do anything. So you really, you know, screwed. Um, So take time for yourself. Don't feel bad because you're laying down and watching YouTube or Netflix or whatever. Just, yeah. (laughs) We're not even going to address her. But, you know, just chill. It's It's okay to have that downtime, you know. What whatever needs to be done is going to get done, um, especially if you are determined to see it through. It's not like it's never going to happen. You just got to make sure that you take care of you first. Agreed. I mean, because if you don't and you just die. Then like, what? <laughs> now you dead. Now you dead and your business probably don't have a contingency. Plan. Right. So then and what? So it really ain't getting done. Exactly. So I'll just take the break. Watch a lot of You know, 30 minutes. Take a nap. Lots of naps. Yes. All right. <laughs> Jamie over here shaking her head. At the law order specifically. Well, I love law and order. It's my grandma. Okay, look. So her um her ex fiance's sister plays on the original Law and Order. So like Oh, I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about because my grandmother went to high school with the same oh, person see. and apparently my grandma <laughs> told her her prom dress was ugly oh, and it was her I mean, well, hell, at least she let her go to prom. Oh yeah, don't let don't let Bonya fool you. <laughs> Please don't. Cause. She she a little feisty one. Yes, she didn't. You know, she didn't got better, but she'll get you together in a minute. Real quick, you won't even. You be like, and then she'll be thinking she did nothing. She be like, what? What I like, say? You just came for my whole life, and you're just gonna sit here like you did. That's fine. Her and my mama, but we're not gonna talk about them today. We're gonna let them. Go. So, my topic for today is about not letting your emotions lead your business decisions. Um, It's very easy to get upset with people and want to just walk away. Trust me, I know, because I want to pinks with people all the time. But it's very important that you do it the right way and not um, take actions out of emotion. So in the event that you are dealing with a business or, you know, clients or whatever the case may be, and they do something to make you upset, if, if it's to the point where you're getting ready to make a bad decision that could cost you your whole business or your whole brand, um, there's nothing wrong with just saying, hey, let's table this and we'll talk about it later. Let's set a meeting specifically to go over this. Mm-hmm. And um, this whole topic actually sparked from my daytime job, making me real mad yesterday. So mad to where I had to type an email in the notes on my phone so that I could, <laughs> so that I could just save it there before I actually sent it. Because um, I was about to say some stuff that probably would have cost me my uh, <laughs> my salary. So, yeah, don't get mad. Just talk about it later. It's not that big of a deal, whatever it may be. You can work it out. 
Girl. No, I'm just saying. Right. So now we're going to get more into learning about Jamie. As she already mentioned earlier, she is the owner of One Fragrance Co. And she kind of already answered this first question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. So did you pursue higher education? And if you did, why? Or if you didn't, why not? Yes, I did. Um, I went to Bowling Green State University in Ohio, which is just a little bit past Toledo. Um, why? I don't know. I feel like I had, like, I don't know if I had another choice. <laughs> like, honestly, like, what else was I going to do mm -hmm. kind of thing? I feel you. Um, I've been talking about college since I was, like, in first grade, as far as I can remember. Saying, like, oh, I'm going to be a nurse or a doctor or whatever I wanted to do back then. That changed over time. I don't like hospitals. Um, what? Think, like, my career. Field. No, I'm looking at oh. her face. I was, no, don't listen to me. I mean, don't look at my face. Listen yeah. to Jamie. So, I am listening to Jamie. Um, yeah, I felt like I was just like already conditioned from a young age to be like, yeah, I'm going to college. Like, what's up? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> My mom told me, like, uh, when you turn 18, sis, get out. You can get out or you can go to college. So. I chose to get out. Not yeah, <laughs> I don't. I mean, neither one of my parents went to college, but I don't think Same. it wasn't like a force. It was more so implied. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. it wasn't really a choice. Yeah, my mom made it very clear. Like go to school. Yeah, and go at that time, I didn't have like a trade or anything else like in mind. So I was like, college. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> so. I was. I was one of them people that waited till like the last minute to do mm. my college applications. I was like. I want to come home and go to Wayne State, and I'm glad I didn't, because mm -hmm. then I would have been uh, around this one a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, whatever. I, I went further away. My mom, I really want to go to Texas, and my mom was like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, that's way too far. I was about an hour and a half away. Same. So, so like, good distance enough to, like, not be home. But, yeah. yeah not but enough, far. like, if something happens, she can pull up mm -hmm. on me. So, it's all good. So... What sparked uh, the idea for One Fragrance Co.? A couple things. Um, where do I start? Okay, so my mom, every year for Christmas, has always gotten a fragrance, like, as her gift. Like, that's her tradition with her, her mom, my grandmother, um, always had, like, a really big collection. I was always a little jealous that I didn't get one every year for Christmas. Um, and so, like, she always had this really big collection that I was, like, interested in. Um, I always said, like, you know how people play in their mom's makeup, like, I was in my mom's sense. Um, one day, honestly, I was, like, kind of just, like, sitting at home, like, I think I'm going to do this because I started noticing like men's cologne all smells the same. I thought it smelled really good, but like generally the scent profile is like very generic, very mm -hmm. similar. And then like the more I got into it, I'm like, okay, they don't show black people or the ads are always about sex. And then, you know, the women's profile isn't that varied either. So it's always, like floral or like really sweet or something like that. So I just wanted to, I'm always trying to do something a little different. So that's kind of how I was like, all right, I'm going to do this myself and I learned how to do it and here we go. So how many tries did it take you before you got the formula to get the smell that you were looking for? This time, not a whole lot, because I was actually working with somebody else to like learn how to do it. But like as we were doing it, we probably tried about like ten different ones in that sitting. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, but it, it took a couple months to get it all together, and then with my lemon one, I took a more time with that surprisingly because even though that was more simple like mm -hmm. I was like no that's got to be perfect because it was like my second product and I wanted to make sure it was like as good as the first one 
Um, so like I play with the formula, the scent, the glitter choices, like all that stuff. So that one took a couple months too. So. So do you make it all yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the scents, yes. And then I actually work with a larger distributor who sends them to me or like reduplicates the scents that okay. I make that are mm-hmm. like sent in small batches. That way I can like bring them back home and hand assemble them myself. Okay. Are oh, you fancy? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of handcrafted. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, outside of doing more fragrance code, you're also mm-hmm. a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. So, if y'all didn't come to our uh, brunch and budget, Yes. Jamie was the instructor for us, and she mm-hmm. taught us a lot of good tips that I actually still use. Yes. Because who knew <laughs> putting that little sponge in some water would just make my life so much easier? Yeah, what were you doing before? Just, no. <laughs> I'm like, these heifers on YouTube ain't never say nothing about no water. So, yeah, yes. I'm screaming. I learned something that day, and I was... Uh, use your damn beauty blender, sis. Yeah, because I was just, uh, I was just out here just doing whatever I wanted to. Okay. And then I was using a, um, like the wrong brushes, like instead of the sponges. You can so, like make multi-use out of brushes, but like it does kind of matter what you use too at the same time. Yeah. My little cousin was like, "Oh my god, I love her so much." What's it? No, this is my friend. You can <laughs> they get your so own. So sweet though. <laughs> it was like, oh my god. I think one of them came into my into the store the other day though. It was probably my little cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, because she came with your aunt. Yeah. yeah. So my cousin, I was over at her house doing my makeup one day, and I did my eyebrows before I did my foundation. And she was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that is not what Jamie said. <laughs> 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 I was like. Be quiet. She People argue with me about that. Boy. I'm like, y'all trash. Don't, <laughs> like, don't do that. It's okay. I always do my brows first. I don't know. I can't. Anyways, I can't. Sorry. I have to. I just, I don't know. It's weird not doing it that way. I don't like the way they look after I put foundation on. I like the way they look. Jamie is like, <laughs> before the foundation. You hate to see it. <laughs> you, but listen, everybody got to do their own thing. They do. You know, different strokes for they different do. folks. Okay. Anyways, so being in the beauty industry um, has been known to be very competitive. So what... Um, what do you do or what are your methods to make sure that your brand stays relevant? Y'all, I'm figuring this out as I go. Hey, <laughs> hey sometimes but that's the answer. I just learned that like people are going to, like what I've been getting taught is like people are going to be attracted to you and like your story and or the brand story. So making sure that like I make a connection, something that's genuine. Um, like somebody was asking me like if I could just have somebody else do my pop-ups for me. And I'm like, no, like I'm not at the stage where I feel comfortable with that. Cause mm-hmm. I want it to be like me meeting my customer and like having that like one-on-one connection with them. So just like being myself, I think um, will help me stand out and like keep it relevant. But also I'm a part of the, I'm the consumer that I want to reach. So I know what I'm looking for in a mm-hmm. product. And I think being able to not have to look into marketing and different things like that, like I can make products for people that, Look for stuff like me. So, yeah, yeah. It's still your turn, sis. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. In Germany. <laughs> See, this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. We said the first half. <sighs> you being difficult. So I have a question that's not on here. <laughs> okay. What this? No, I don't. What have you, what, how has this year been for you in terms of your brand? Like, have you had any transitional points? Is there anything that has made you like reflect and want to change mm-hmm. the direction of where your brand is going? Um, a couple of things. I think initially, like, I think, well, one, let me say this like that my brand is always evolving 
and as I evolve or like learn different things, I think it's always going to be changing. But I'm trying to like also keep it very true to like the original mission as well. Um, yeah, I think with doing retail bootcamp, I recently just did a pitch competition, y'all. I didn't win the money. I was sad for a couple of days, but it's okay. Hey, um, be sad but then I just like, like learning experience. <laughs> yeah, but just having a like um, moment with myself to be like, okay. You did it. Like, you know, you went through this 10-week program. You know, what next? Or also, like, what did you learn from it? And then, mm-hmm. like, really looking back at my um, my material, I learned a lot that I really didn't realize until it was over. Um, and so just now, I think I'm even more excited to work on my projects and, like, do different things for people because I'm, like, now I have a better understanding of my business, but also my brand story, also my customer, like, everything like that. So just, like, making sure that I just push this heavy and, like, yeah. get it out there. So. I think it's interesting that you chose the fragrance industry because when I think about it, you know, you think about all these old world brands, mm-hmm. you think about the marketing, um, it's very like, um, what is it, White Diamonds, Estee Lauder, mm-hmm. like all of these really like traditional, they're yeah. they're catered towards a specific audience. You don't really see a fresh and unique perspective when it comes to fragrance, um, especially as a young black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, how does that feel being in that space? Uh, a little difficult cause I'm like, dang, you know, what do I, obviously like we have always been told like as a black person, especially black woman, like you got to compete or do this five times harder to get, you know, where they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even with looking at like new brands that are out there that are like catering to like a millennial kind of market or like a younger market, mm-hmm. they're still not showcasing black people at all. Or like yeah. there might be one every few who like <laughs> like seriously like Instagram is, and these people have money to put into yeah. advertisement and casting models or doing whatever they're doing and they're like they have very good looking work mm-hmm. or imagery but it's just not it's still not catered to us which I think is like insane yeah um especially because like so many of us are supportive of mm-hmm, those things mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's not like you don't go on YouTube and see you know hundreds of black women yeah. doing makeup yeah. or you know trying out new products and things like that. Like, I could see if we weren't supporting yeah. these things. Yeah, like, people are out there. Just go us. grab a model. Like, go on Instagram. It's plenty of them. They all think Fragrance is literally a clear product. It's not like makeup where, like, yeah. you have to develop a shade range um, and then maybe it doesn't work for everybody or you didn't do such a great job of, like, undertones or whatever and understanding those different things. But fragrance is literally sheer, clear product that everybody can use. So, like, why... Aren't y'all pulling black people or people of any color? Yeah. Like any color is no like not featured on their pages. So like, what's the problem? <laughs> like yeah. y'all just not stepping. There's out. no evolution. It's no. very slow. That's so I'm like even with these brand new brands that are like oh we're like super clean beauty and like advanced and this and that like y'all still aren't. Do black people not get the same? You know? Yeah. So. It's crazy that they'll advertise like vegan mm-hmm. products. They use like, a lot of like buzzwords. Yeah. Cruelty free. And... <laughs> use black, black, black. <laughs> that's hard to say. say something. <laughs> no, they, they don't. Like, are you just that, do y'all just stay in this like 10 mile radius of just y'all kind of people? Like, maybe, but yeah. work I think harder. it's also too like trying to stay on the safe side. Like, yeah. Just, you know, the whole cancel culture. They trying to stay away from that. So I can. But I will say know? a lot of brands have shifted their focus because if you notice, a lot of brands are repeat offenders when it comes to um, participating in cancel culture, yeah. and they're and it's it's become them doing it to get publicity. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's very sure. clear that you knew exactly 
what this was going to get you and make people talk. This You yeah. did this on purpose. <laughs> uh, right. So, um, yeah, I think it's... It happens so often. Though. Yeah. Oh my God. Them little kids it's not even shock value anymore. It's not even shock value. Them makeup yeah. brands, like everything. It's like, okay. And I see part of it, too, is like just where people take it. Mm-hmm. Like with the whole thing with the kids, with the unkept hair. And I, it was like, I looked at the advertisements and yeah. I was like, oh, this is a play off of the Facebook post about how people kids was coming home from that mm-hmm. first week of school. So I got it. But a lot of people took it as, oh, it's the black girl whose hair wasn't mm-hmm. combed. And I was like, None of them kids here was coming. No, and they you look at them. It's just stupid. about her texture. So y'all was being judgy. <laughs> like all of them was out here looking crazy. We picked that one. Yeah. To go off of. I mean, and when you look up at the history um, of these industry industries like fashion, beauty, um, everything is so slow. Like it's so antiquated in how they t- how they recognize the impact that people of color or black people have and when they do recognize it it's never really genuine yeah it's always coming from a place of deception mm-hmm. or them or trying they to realize like oh we could use our money so. right <laughs> you don't feel like it's um it never like makes you feel good genuinely connecting with mm-hmm. you it's like oh we're just gonna throw in our token and then we have your shade too or like whatever it might right be, so. yeah. or be like we have your shade too if you like skin, because yeah. we we stopped before we got to the. But then you have change makers like Rihanna who who completely change, you know, how beauty brands market. Mm-hmm. Number one, yeah, was, yeah, she um, changed all of it. Yeah, it's just it's it's fascinating to watch when a person does finally come disrupt such a long-standing mm-hmm. industry. Yeah, because she had these. Uh, Non-melanated people <laughs> shaking Shook. in the boots. Shook. They couldn't drop shades fast enough. <laughs> she no, got that. Like, oh, we have forty shades too. Or like, okay, like, do like, you? Okay. Congrats. <laughs> we don't care anymore because Rihanna already did it. <laughs> Rihanna been getting all the love like these last like four episodes. Yeah, we talked about Rihanna. She late. So, Jamie, what advice would you give to um, newcomers who are trying to get into the beauty industry or the fragrance industry? Um. Beauty specifically, I would say recognize that like your work is not gonna look like somebody else's necessarily. Mm, that's that's good. Yeah. Um, like with me, I take a very natural approach and your client will come to you. So like in a world where like Instagram and YouTube is a really big thing, um, and a certain look is a spot like cut creases if you know what that is, like mm-hmm. heavy glittery look, you know, different things like that. Like that makeup artist has their clientele and mm-hmm. then Whatever you do, whether it's whether it's editorial, super heavy makeup, really natural, like whatever, like your client will find you. Um, everything. Did my mic? Am I still on? You're still on. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it changed. <laughs> um, what was the second part to that? Or just like any like the industry that I'm in or anything like yeah. that. Um, try it out. Like I don't know. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. I think I've. Like, research, research, research. See what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like I'm in that process of, like, being, obviously, you know, still pretty new. Um, we're turning one very soon, oh, actually, which oh, came yay. up a lot sooner than I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm taking it really slow. So yeah. don't be in a rush. Um, I like I only have technically, like, two products out. But that's because I want everything to be really perfect. And, like, <laughs> I'm really picky about some stuff. So... Um, don't rush take your time develop research do everything you need to do I think it's interesting that you bring up um, you know the fact that certain looks 
you know, everybody doesn't have to recreate the same look. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, too, that people don't realize how often trends change. Mm-hmm. Very fast. Um, <laughs> and so you have to be really aware of, you know, what look you're trying to go for mm-hmm. because things shift and grow and, you know, one minute is this, the next minute is that. You just never really know if you're not paying attention enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is the best piece of business advice you could give to your past self? So Jamie, who's first starting out, to Jamie now, mm-hmm. what would you say to to old Jamie? Or you can even go as far back as college, <laughs> college, college Jamie, Jamie talking to, now, to David. As far as business is concerned? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever knew I was going to go into business. Um but I would, I'm still talking to myself current day, like, <laughs> save your money, please. Like, because uh, you never know what you're going to get into. Um, mm-hmm. You never know what emergencies are going to come up. Um, inventory is not cheap. Throwing events is not cheap. Like, none of this stuff is cheap. Girl, but also, like, please. <laughs> um, put yourself out there. Be who you are. Um, network more. Um, get to know people. Let them get to know you. Yeah, that's what I tell myself. So what's next for One? What are your plans for the future for mm. One Fragrance Co.? So immediately, um, product expansion. I think it's time that, like, since one year is coming up, and mm-hmm. then I think uh, slow but steady traction is coming to the brand, or at least me personally, like, as who I am. And they're like, oh, you do this too. Cool. Like, let me follow you or, like, see mm-hmm. what you're, like, getting into next. Um so yeah, immediately product expansion. We're turning one very soon. One is one turning is turning one. one. <laughs> so to that me, just because like of the name, yeah, right. I'm trying to throw one. Like I said, it's not cheap. So no, we, <laughs> know. we know. <laughs> so I would love to have an event. Um, trying to see if that's going to be a thing, but I would love to have an event where I can debut the new scents and different things like that. Um, just because I do understand that like shopping for your fragrance online is difficult, and you want to smell what you're gonna smell like. So yeah. Um, or something intimate. I don't really know yet. Um, I do want a brick and mortar location within like the next year, maybe two. Um, I'm actually working on that still with Tech Town with the competition that I was in recently. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a really unique space for like events and healing space and obviously fragrances mm-hmm. and um, coming to create your own. And uh, the brand is really about representation and like self-identifying or like being who you are. And I want people to have the choice to put what they want on their bodies, regardless mm-hmm. of boxes or like labels and gender specific products and things like that. So, do you plan on continuing as a makeup artist? <laughs> I would love to, but I work on the weekends right now. Um, I don't know. Maybe I. I don't know. I still love it, and that's mm-hmm. cool that I can like do makeup for my own shoots right now. I ain't gotta pay nobody. <laughs> but also, I have a very specific look of like what I want, mm-hmm. so I'm very, very grateful that I've learned a skill that can take me into like being able to do like these editorial things for my own brand. And if I get published in somewhere, I'm like, hey, my brand and my makeup is like in this, you <laughs> yeah. know, photo. So um, right now, yes, but we'll see where that goes. You said something that made me think back earlier to the initial question about useful advice. This is something we were told, uh, me and Shariah were told when we first started our dissertation process. But but basically what we we heard a lot was when picking a topic, um, you want to pick, you don't want to pick something that you're passionate about. And initially Mm -hmm. when you hear that, it's kind of like, well, why wouldn't I want to pick something I'm passionate about? I want to do all the research and blah, blah, blah. And basically, 
in so many ways, our professors were like, you're going to get tired of it really fast. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's going to annoy you. You're going to hate it. And I think that that also kind of rings true for business. You mm-hmm. want to pick something you enjoy, but you don't want to pick something that you are overly passionate mm-hmm. about because one, it can blind you mm-hmm. to um, errors or feedback that you may need, but you aren't listening to mm-hmm. because you are super passionate about it. Um, or you could run yourself into the ground trying to solve a problem that's unsolvable. Um, True. You know, all of these different things that go into committing yourself to something, whether it be a business or, you know, school or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when you said, you know, it's makeup is something you're passionate about, it made me think about people who take on business ideas um, as or take on their hobbies as business ideas and then they end up hating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think... Like another thing that we were taught about, you know, as far as like things we would cover or things we would do for our dissertation work was like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if, if you, if this is not something that can make you stay relevant to people yeah. or, you know, that you can enjoy at the same time, but don't nobody care. Like why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. You wasting your time, everybody else's time. <laughs> like <laughs> it just doesn't make yeah, yeah. it. Not, not sense. And when that, when you translate that to a business business experience, it's like, are you making money? Like, yeah, this is a great idea. You're so passionate about it. This is all your life's work. But are you getting paid for this or are you doing all this work? Don't nobody care, you know? <sighs> Listen, I be listening sometimes. <laughs> I know my professors probably be like, this girl is not listening. But I be listening. Okay, because we be sitting up in those uh, things with our little hot tea. One Reason. eye open. I didn't know you was doing it too. Yeah. yeah. We, I'll never forget that time we went. I think it was when we were in Florida. And they like they had us in these freezing cold conference rooms, and so like we got these, these different teas or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, I didn't read my tea bag before, so I didn't know it was like the relaxation one. Oh, you was falling asleep. I was in there <laughs> dying because I was like really like everything just felt so relaxed. So I was like, oh, it's over. I'm about to be sleep. Oh, cold <laughs> rooms make me sleepy. Man, yeah. me too. And I, 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 I was waking I should be the up. opposite, but I'm just like yeah. I just want to sleep now. I thought I was like gonna wake myself up. No. That's probably what they think they're doing with the cold room. No, no, not at all. So, with your brand, how, if at all, do you plan on using um, your brand to assist the community? Um, I have my degree in human development and family studies, so I think... Tie it all back. Tie yeah. it all back. <laughs> yes. So, I think me having that debt in my name shows that, <laughs> that it's something I really care about. I actually switched my major midway through uh, college. I was actually early childhood all my life, or like... Growing up as a teenager, I was in summer camps and I led classrooms and did different things like that as like my summer jobs. Um, and I wanted to teach. So kids love me. I love them kind of thing. And then I was just sitting in class one day and I'm like, this doesn't really feel right anymore. I feel like I'm babysitting because like I said, I was early childhood. So I think at that time I was in a preschool class. And so it's a real baby, baby talk and, you know, mm. whatever. And I was just like, this doesn't feel like me or like who I'm growing into um, and I wanted to do more. I felt like it was confining me to just teach that age group. And yes, pouring into kids is really important at a young age, but I felt like for me, I could do more. Like I said, more with people who were like maybe struggling or like whatever you might have it. I was also an RA. So <laughs> I dealt with a lot of difficult situations with my students who were like, this is like they coming of age, you know, yeah. going to college is difficult for a lot of kids. They don't always transition really well. Um, 
And so just, I think, at being an RA at that time and then also kind of feeling out of place in the classroom, I was like, okay, mm. I'm going to open my major up to human development and family studies. Really broad major, but I fell in love with it. I did really, really well. Um, I graduated on time still. <laughs> and That's good. Yeah, so I just want to be able to help people who might have similar experiences to me, have went through similar things as me, who look like me, obviously. Um and show them that like they can do whatever they want to, or that I can guide them maybe a little bit better than I was guided, or you know whatever. So, yeah, hmm. I think has, that answered the question. Yes, you did. <laughs> has there been anyone? And this can be someone that you have direct access to or not. Mm-hmm. Um, has there been anyone who's been the most influential throughout your brand development thus um, far? I think all of my friends, honestly. John was a really big help in the beginning. <laughs> Thank you. Shout um, out to John over here in the corner. <laughs> uh, Help me like name, obviously like did my logo. Y'all know he's good with the graphic design. Um, but any time I ask somebody to help me, even if I gotta like push and pull, like they'll be mm-hmm. there for me. Like, man, you've helped me millions of times. <laughs> you helped me with my <laughs> application. Uh Sydney will help me do a pop-up, like whatever's needed, like people pull through for me. Um, even if I like ask a random question on Twitter, there are some some supporters out there mm-hmm. that'll like help me out or answer or do whatever. Um like Evan has put me on her podcast as well, just to like you know help promote and do different things. So yeah, shout out to you know a I good y'all. friend network. Yeah. People so. don't think about that. Well, like people think that your friends are automatically supposed to support you, but I don't think people realize what goes into mm-hmm. that is they have to believe in what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. like they have to know that you're committed to the idea mm-hmm. yourself, and instead of, or before they just throw you know support behind you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because I think my friends honestly have like I know people say this all the time, but like your family would be look at you like you crazy when mm-hmm. you got this idea. But my friends have definitely pulled through for me when I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on, but I need help. So thank y'all. <laughs> you welcome, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so switching gears a little bit to a more broader scope, as we are a part of the millennial generation. Because we live. Mm-hmm. Where do you think our generation is needed the most in Detroit? Like when you think about education, politics, community service, community mm-hmm. activism, what area do you think millennials need to stick their feet in and just go for it? Um, anything in Detroit <laughs> that is community based, because we are obviously going through gentrification phases <laughs> right yeah. now, yeah. Um, where the outside of the city, outside of Detroit, is not being touched. Um, I've always asked myself the question of like, well, how can I reach people who like maybe didn't go to college? maybe didn't finish high school, um, might not be on the same scenes that I'm in, might not be connected to people that are, like, doing good things. Like, where can I reach them? And so, like, the community is really the answer to that question. Like, Mm -hmm. go into these communities and, like, find them. Um, Yeah, mental health is, uh, like I said, I worked in human development family studies, (laughs) and it's a very underserved part of the city. Mm -hmm. Mental health really isn't valued. The workers are stressed, underpaid. Um, and so, like, if you can do it even for free or, like, volunteer somewhere, do, like, anything, like, that you feel like your heart is pulling at, um, I would just encourage anybody to, like, try to find something or someone who's doing something um, at some point in your life yeah. <laughs> and help out. Um, and so, like I said, I hopefully with my brand, I can rework that and, like, have a space that is meant for pulling people into that space to do different things. So. That's what's up. So along along the same lines of that, where do you see your brand in the next five years? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see fast tomorrow. Uh. But, um, definitely with the space. 
absolutely with the space. Um, in retail stores, um, which would be crazy to like see my stuff at like Nordstrom or something, you know, sitting mm-hmm. on somebody's shelves. Um, I'm hoping that I can get to a point where I have like employees in the store and I can travel with my brand and take it to different places and um, yeah, like Beautycon or Essence or wherever, you know, like the industry takes me. Paris would be a really great place to go for fragrance. Um, so, yeah, just having my brand, like, nationally. You fancy. International. recognized. Yeah. <laughs> yes, period. She led. Okay, so our last official question. Dun, dun, dun. My favorite question. Do you know? No. Okay, <laughs> you might want to think. <laughs> but I still, it's still my favorite question. Goodness gracious. Okay, Jamie. If you could switch places with anybody did we talk about dead or alive? Was we hadn't before, but you can pick somebody yeah, that has so already dead or gone alive. on the glory. If you um, I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick a time like right. well before they died. Like. Okay, not what they did. <laughs> they know everything. Um, if you could pick someone to switch places with for a week, who would it be? Now, keep in mind, you get all their problems. You get their money, get Kids, their knowledge. Debt. All of that. But you do get to go back to being yourself. After that, a week. That makes sense. Anybody, anybody. Anybody. Man or woman. That was what we didn't specify. Right. <laughs> who would you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, me? Who, me? who else over there? <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I, I'm not even a huge, like, stand but like it don't maybe, have to, it, it can be anybody. anybody maybe beyonce like just to see like what's that life really like mm-hmm. like being on stage when she was 16 being like the one of the most popular like performer like i don't know beyonce is a good choice except for the fact that she She's, comes with jay-z yeah yeah <laughs> i know i know look at <laughs> That's the yeah. only thing. John's face. I I'm Beyonce and I'm getting cheated on. Like, boy. <laughs> John is not having any. He is not here for the Jason. Uh, none of the slander. Okay. A true stand. In the right. Corner. A true stand. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's who I would go. That's a good choice, though. Yeah, she's I'm a good not, choice. But I'm like, that. I don't. I mean, she's a great businesswoman. Yeah. She has been, she has been able to sustain a long <laughs> career. Yeah. Transitioning. She's, she's made like moves for her family in the future after she's, you know, done. Yeah. Her, her family ain't yeah. to worry about. Oh. Shariah. Hmm. I am going to be Viola Davis. Okay. Good choice. Because <laughs> that's my city. Yeah, I love Viola. How to Get Away with Murder is coming back tonight. Yep. I just saw. I just and saw this the, is ad. the final season, and Viola Davis has done absolutely everything that she needed to do in this role. Mm-hmm. I think oh yeah. Was, period. Um, <laughs> Something different for her, um, and it's it's been it's been a ride. It's been a crazy ride if you've been watching it um, since the beginning. I think this is like season what five? Yeah, or it's like the that? it's the fifth season, I believe. Yeah, so. or maybe. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, my heart. <laughs> my heart. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Jesus so Christ. I yeah. would pick Niecy Nash because <laughs> I love her. I love I, her. I love her. I love like and she had she is authentic to herself. Mm-hmm. Um she, again she's one of those people who has been able to stay relevant and uh sane. Yes. <laughs> she's been around she's for gorgeous, a while. right. And she has a big range too like she right. can play something that's hilarious <laughs> yeah. or she can serious. Be serious like her um rolling when they see us. Yeah. That was she's so, she yeah. amazing. Okay. So, Jamie, mm-hmm. tell the people how they can get a hold of you, how they can get a hold of the brand. 
all that good stuff. Social media handles, any events all that you got good stuff. There, all that. Okay. Audit. Um, my brand page name on Instagram is One Fragrance Co. O N E Fragrance Co. <laughs> uh, email is also One Fragrance Co. at Gmail, or you can do. Actually, I just recently changed it. I forgot. Info at One Fragrance Co. dot com. Um, my personal is Jamie N Wads J A M I E N W A D S on Instagram and Twitter. My name is not Jamian. Um, <laughs> I, I never would have even People thought. keep saying that to me, and I'm like, mm-mm. I never would have thought. <laughs> just in my middle name. you Jamian. Yeah, I'm going like, to start calling cute, you Jamian. Like, not my name. Uh, I'm changing your name in my phone. <laughs> you are officially so, Jamian now. Um, <laughs> Jamie N. Y. Um, Jamie. Like I said, I'm trying to plan our first birthday party for the brand. Uh, yeah. So hopefully... I don't know where I got two locations in mind. Either mm-hmm. the place that I like launched my brand, yeah, we was or there. Shout other, out to you. Yeah, thank you. It was nice. Um, or my other, uh, or that new loft place that just opened up. I don't the know breakfast seen, loft? Y- nope, I don't think so. I'm gonna look there too. Okay, um, it's like loft 104 or something oh, like I, that. I think I've heard of that, but mm-hmm. yeah, I appreciate okay. the blank space because it like allows me to do yeah. like a lot of different things. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we want to thank you for coming, being a part of. The New Kids Podcast. Thank you. Yes. For having me. Oh, yes. And onefragranceco.com is the website. Yes. Go check <laughs> it out. Go buy the product. Yes, period. So, of course, we are the New Kids. Come out and see us at Art Talks October 19th from 12 to 4 at Barter in Hamtramck. You can find out ticket information on all of our social media, um, our website. Yeah, all that fun stuff. You can find us. You sound tired. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at the New Kids LLC and Instagram at the New Kids LLC and on Facebook at the New Kids LLC. So proud of you. Girl, um, <laughs> you can visit our website at thenewkidsdetroit.com. Check us out on YouTube at the New Kids University. Um, yes, also the Detroit is Different Festival. Come yeah. see what we're all about October 24th through the 27th. 20. Let's say the 24th. Look, I'm just reading what's on here, but okay. <laughs> October 25th. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, anything else? Nah, I think that's it. All right, well. It's been real good. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.